Welcome to Shoot the Messengers with Chuck and Red. Straight talk with no filters. Where no topic is too sensitive. If you like your shots with no chasers, this is the podcast for you. Was the money good? Was the bitches bad? Was they fucking good? Did your hood show you love? Did the hoes say you fly? If your friends say you loyal, throw your worldies in the sky for the trellis. For the trellis. Sunday funny. I'm so excited that you're back. I'm back. I'm you back. Are. I pulled one of your motherfucking numbers. What you mean? In one city for like less than like less than 24 hours. Less than 24 hours. Yeah. So I went to Atlanta. Flew in Friday night. Flew out Saturday night. So. Oh my gosh. I know. I did. I did. I tried to do that. Not like intentionally on purpose, but yes, it was. But I was in Nashville Tuesday. No, Monday, Monday night, and um, I left. Wednesday morning. So this is one of your students? This is my student. The first student. Love you so much, Nayasha. Um, first student that I ever taught, first group of kids that I ever taught, um, one of them passed away. Mm-hmm. So I know um, I was at the funeral. And um, I know that he's like smiling. Like when I tell you that he had like just this light and presence about him that was like forever, like, well, will forever like be in my heart. Um, we had this thing back and forth. I looked at the last set of text messages that we sent to each other. And he wrote, this is like kind of eerie a little bit, but it's like serendipitous and mm-hmm. like perfect in God. He wrote me and he was like, Reg, you taught me to tell time and seasons. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, okay, okay. And um, he was like, I just want to thank you. So because now that is how I am like living my life and thinking about people, not like by the day or the minute or the year. But, you know, this is the season that they're in there in your life. Like my patience has gotten better. Like you enter my life and now I am wiser. This person helped me become more patient. This person helped me, you know, think differently about these things. So I told him I was like. You know, I'm just a conduit like that was God. And then he, um, um, I said, so you have to give God the glory. Mm. And he said, like, God the Father. And then um, I said, oh, but it's God the Son that we have grace. And then he wrote back, which is a tag that I've been using. He was like, grace like my name. Because his name is Nayasha. Mm-hmm. His first name is Nayasha, but he goes by Jero. But Nayasha means, means grace. grace. Oh. So I'm just like, hmm. Hmm. So, yes. And he just has such an awesome light about him. So, it was hard. It was hard. I didn't, um, like, when I first heard, it was, like, very unreal. Like, it was surreal. Mm-hmm. So, how'd you hear about it? My, I was getting phone calls. Mm-hmm. And then I got a text message. And I was like, nah. And then I called um, another one of my kids, um, who I know is listening, um, Alex. He called me and was like, yo, Red. And I was like, this isn't real. Right. So I was just like, just like wrapping my mind. I was like, what, what, what? And then I looked it up and I saw it. Um, it was like, Gerald Pass, Gerald Pass. And I looked it up in the obituary and it said, Nayasha Gerald Chigamira. Mm-hmm. Obituary was, or like, um, mm-hmm. okay, like the newspaper. Obituary. Yeah, the newspaper. Yeah. Exactly. I looked it up in the, obi- the newspaper obituary yeah. and I was like, oh, it's official. Wow. So how like I always hear people have like mixed feelings about this. Like how appropriate or inappropriate is it 
when you see somebody say like rest in peace, rest in paradise, whatever, whatever, mm-hmm. rest in power, and people ask like, what, what happened? happened? Like, so, it does it matter how it happened, or is it? I mean, I think you know people are just in naturally inquisitive, mm-hmm. and you want to know yeah. mainly because he was he's about to be his birthday is um like coming up in the next mm-hmm. couple of weeks because he was young, twenty five years old. Right, yeah, that's yeah. More so I think that's just of, like curious, mm-hmm. but that is that. That did happen like a lot. Right. Um, some people were putting it like on social media. Yeah. Like, what happened? Like, what? And then other people will see it and then like text on the side. Got you, got you, got um, you. And so I just responded, mm-hmm. not not in uh, on social media. Right. Uh, but I just responded on the side, just like what they announced, like the cause of death. Got was. you, got you. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, yeah, I'll see it. I mean, I don't necessarily have a problem because, like you said, I think people are just naturally inquisitive. They are concerned. Like, was it homicide? Was it, you know, natural causes and stuff like that? I mean, he's still gone, or th- that person's still gone. Yeah. So it doesn't really like lift it, but I guess it kind of does because, like, I think that it, it brings closure for you. Yeah. Like, if somebody passed away that you knew and that you were cool with, that you grew up with, and you're like, oh my God, like, what happened? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. who y'all get kind of thing, but, you yeah. know, but. So I, it was it was it was a moment. Y'all know I'm not like an emotional person, right. um, and I've never been to funerals. I've never I've been blessed where I've never had to go to funeral. I've been to really? one funeral. My best friend Chess, her mother passed away, and I went to mm-hmm. that funeral. Um, I've lost count of how many funerals I've gone to. Really, yeah. and then um, Ni- Gerald. Yeah. And so it was it was like. It's very, you know, mm-hmm. summer sad, and uh, I've gotten immune to it. When he, when they, so the when they closed the casket and they walked the casket mm-hmm. out, I just like tears just rolled down my face. Oh wow! Because it was like very right, like, it was, right. Like, surreal. Final. Yeah, yeah. No, it was like final. Mm-hmm. Like he, he's not here. They he closed the yeah. casket and they are taking him out to mm-hmm. go bury him. Like it, I was like, wow. Yeah. Like he is actually. But of course, me being me, there's um. There was always, so we left, we celebrated, we celebrated mm-hmm. the time, the 48 hours that I was there. We went out, we had drinks, we like toasted, oh, oh, we oh. cheered. I, I, um, it made me think, it made me think back. And so I was telling the people that we went out to it, I was, I was like, this made me realize that I need to be very specific for my funeral. Mm. Because there were some things that I was like, well, he wouldn't have probably wanted that. So I said, for my funeral, I'm going to have to say, like, who's allowed to speak, who's not allowed mm-hmm. to speak, the song selection, like, I want this song, mm-hmm. this live performance. Like, you just can't, mm-hmm. I realize that you got to be really tight. You really got to be really tight with it. It's nothing off the cuff. All things need to be written. Like, you need to pull it out. Right, yeah. You need to pull it out. Pull out that piece of paper. Um... I was like, you know, when people have jokes, like, t- test those jokes with people that are close to me. <laughs> see test the jokes. See if it's tasteful. <laughs> like, 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 Is it going to hit? <laughs> right. Is that joke going to hit? Right. Yeah. Um, but I think what really, what, what I really took away was just, tomorrow really is not promised. Not at all. It really is not promised. Um, and then when I, as soon as I landed, another one of my kids got shot. I, ho- I hope, mm-hmm. you know, prison for Adrian, but, like, he got shot. 
delivering Uber right. or wow. groceries or something like that. I was like, what is, what is happening? Yeah, something, yeah, the world is crazy. Like, it's wild. It's wild. You're not even carrying cash. Like, it's I mean, there's not cash on delivery. No, like, right. They don't even do it. Right. You, can, you can barely pay cash when you get pizza. Exactly. They're like, nah. please pay in you, card. Use that app. <laughs> yes, use the app. But yeah. That's um, crazy. Yeah, so we, I went and I was able to, it was an awesome moment to see mm-hmm. people come together to celebrate um, his life, and then it just continued to remind me, like, you have to do that every single day. Right. Every exactly. single yeah. day. Like, that's what you um, have to do. And, like, make sure that you give the flowers, give people flowers so they can like still smell. smell them. And it was beautiful because a lot of my kids, my first group of kids, mm-hmm. like, they were hitting me up. They were like, oh, my God, Red, like, I just, like, love you so much. Like, you've been so, ins- like, so inspirational, like, boom, boom, boom. And I was just like, wow, like, thank you guys so much. Really, like, mm-hmm. I am equally as indebted to you, as you say you are to me, me really to you, because you Help me grow. As a professional. Yeah. Like, I wasn't done growing as a, you know, your frontal lobe and guys continue to develop to 25. Mm-hmm. I started teaching before I was 25. So, I was still really, yeah, like, learn, learning with learning. Them. Yeah. Because I remember so. you used to say you had you had students that were really close to your age. Together, yeah. Yes, so, all right. Mm-hmm. Got you, got you, yeah. got you. So, um... I don't think this conversation is actually geared towards what we were going to talk about. Oh, but no, it is so coincidental about yes oh my gosh i didn't even yeah yes yeah yes so absolutely it was but how are you like i'm doing well i'm doing well so you know i I lost my uncle over um last sunday we found out he passed away like i said i flew down to atlanta for for the funeral i'm from atlanta for those who don't know um so atl shoddy (laughs) so it was it was crazy to be back home um where you're from bankhead no i'm from stone mountain stone mountain all right yeah so So a lot of people they like Nigga He's not from Atlanta. From Atlanta. Hey. <laughs> that, hey, that's why I, hey, the, hey, it's like PG and DC. So yeah, it's not, not that like far it. out. So um but yeah, it was it was definitely not the, the trip I would want to have to go back home for, you know. That's so, what I said. Um, I was like, shit, I haven't been to Nashville in five years. I'm sad that this is what brought, brought me, me back. back. Yeah. Um, but so, yeah. but I met some cousins that I've never met. Um, so that was really fun. They like female versions of me. Um, and you had never older, met them. I never met them. Mm. I never met them. So, um, but yeah, they were all really, really, really dope. They like Jameson, you know. That's my shit. Mm. So we were sitting around. It might be genetic. It, it might be. Mm-hmm. It might be because like they didn't know. But as soon as I saw that joint, they was. I was like, y'all get me. <laughs> so that was that was great. Um, yeah, they were really cool. So we said that we were going to definitely um, get back up. They're from Detroit. Um, so yeah. We're going to make that happen. Maybe, like, hit up Canada or some shit like that. Yes. So, have you been... You've been to Toronto, right? I've never been to Toronto, oh my gosh, so... Be perfect. Yeah. Detroit is... Detroit is really growing. They're really putting a lot of money to continue to grow Detroit, so that would be fun. Yeah. So. Yes, well, I'm so happy to see you because I was out of town, and then... So, we didn't record on, on Wednesday, Wednesday. Yeah. And then we didn't record last Sunday either. We didn't? No. Did, did we not? I thought we did. I know I dropped no, some. No, no, because I remember I was at that, I was yeah. in a situation. That's yeah. right, that's right, that's right. That's so, right. yeah, it's been yeah. two weeks. Okay, well, we back. We are back. Solid, like we never solid. Left. So, um, before we hop into what we're talking about, I want to say I read this thing online, and it said, niggas is really out here spoiling power for three likes. They are. So I'm gonna say this. Did you watch it yet? I haven't watched. Okay. I'm, I'm up to date. Right, but you're watching up to date as I could be before today. Got you. Okay. 
So yeah, I'm I'm excited yeah. to see. I would I never I would never understand why people feel that way. Like they have to start, right. Yeah, I saw so, it. Power's good. Must watch. Drop it. Leave it at that. Like why you have to insinuate anything, anything. about the, the plot. Anything. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. I'm like, are they paying y'all? Like, I mean, like, what the fuck? Yeah. Are you getting a check? So I'm saying that to say that was funny. Mm-hmm. And also as a side segue into what we're talking about, we're going to be talking about the Netflix show that a lot of people are talking about, um, American Son. Right. So if you haven't seen so if it. you haven't seen it. Pause. We're telling you now. Right. That's what we're going to talk about. That's what we're going to talk about. All right. Here we go. So, yeah. So... I had got a message and it was like, you've got to watch American Sun. And then I was like, what is American Sun? Then I hopped on social media and I saw like a lot of people talking about Amer- nice. like watching American Sun. Um, so it's a, sh- it's a movie that is on Netflix and, um, and we're going to just hop like right into yeah. it, into it. So when I, did you hear about it before I text you? I heard about people talking about it, but when you said... You gotta see this shit. Texted uh-huh. me. I was like, all right. So I had actually downloaded this shit, and I was gonna watch it on a plane coming uh-huh. back. And Dara was like, "No, nah, I'm gonna wait for you. I'm gonna wait for you." So we ended up watching it this morning. So oh, you waited. That is so sweet. Yeah. I love that. And I was about to fall asleep anyway. So I know. Was... When you said download the plane, I was like, "It's only like a forty minute yeah. ride." So. so, so okay. So you start. Did you have any idea what it was about? I had no clue okay. at all. So it was. So you're in there. So the scene opens up, and she's in the. You don't know. First of, all, first of all, you don't know what the fuck she's in. First of all, I, I thought she you, was like in Saw or some shit like t- that. <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you what I said. I was like, the interior design of this house is terrible. Trash. I was like, what the fuck? Who designs their house like this? Like this is disgusting. What is this goddamn furniture? I thought it was a loft kind of thing. You know, like it's very open concept. Like it we're, was so ridiculous. Yeah, I was like, what is this? So I did keep saying I was like these these big windows right. these big windows are like the selling point. Nice view. I kept saying that. <laughs> I was like, what? Like I was so distracted by the furniture. Yeah. I was like, who decorated this house like this? They probably took furniture from different sets. Okay, this will work. Yes. This will work. So come to find out, it actually is not a house at all. Yeah, no. They are at the police precinct, which is still very weird. Yes, and it was weird because I was like, they were supposedly like in this back office, right? But but I was just like, whose office? Who's first office? of all, yeah, right. it was like a random desk. It was cr- it was like really weird. Yeah. So so okay. Yes. Whole movie got four people in it. Four people. So it's um Carrie baby Wa- girl yeah, Carrie Washington. Washington. I just kept calling her Scandal. Yeah, Olivia Pope. Yeah. Yes. So. She's in there, and basically the premise of it, she's come to the police station because her son, son. doesn't come back home. Right. He's been missing for, like, eight hours. Never shows yeah, back up. he's been missing for eight hours. Yes. Um, And so she calls, she's calling, and she's, like, making these calls mm-hmm. to him, and she comes to the police station, and she's having this conversation with the person that's R- there. Some rookie cop, yeah. I think it's, yeah. About her son missing. So this is where the conversation comes in. It hurt me like physically. Mm-hmm. Like I was physically getting anxious watching it. Right. Because I kept thinking about not just like being a black man, like mm-hmm. dealing with police officers. It wasn't necessarily that. Mine was just the watching Carrie Washington having to go back and forth. Right. 
between like I am uh, like an anxious mother who doesn't have a kid, but you keep playing like you keep playing me or treating me differently because I'm black. Mm. And so I'm having to like the double consciousness. I'm having to check myself. Right. Not because I'm like really out of pocket because this is a very normal state for you to be in. Like, oh my God, like where's my kid? Like my kid does not do this. Right. While the guy is like being ridiculous. But he wasn't being like ridiculously, I don't think he was being ridiculously like disrespectful. It was not overt. It was, right. It was not overt. So, and also, you have to think about something too. I, 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 I think he, at points, he was trying to be very empathetic, and when he did try to be empathetic, she would throw it in his face. You can't relate to what I'm going through. Well, yeah. But the thing is, though, you, obviously, you're you're right. But that doesn't mean that I cannot try to be empathetic for you. But I think so. This is this is a great, of course. I think that the issue, my issue, was. Empathy is supposed to come from a real place, not because I've called you out on how you're acting now, and now you want to be empathetic to the situation. But people do that. Like you can be like you're not being very professional. The person like you know what you're right. Let me pull myself right. back in together. But being professional is different from being empathetic. Em- empathy comes from like your heart and your soul. Yeah. Like are you actually feeling or polite a or, real way. Yeah, or polite. You could be professional. I do it all the time. I'm professional every single day, and I don't have a clue. What it's like to living in the ghetto. Like, right. I don't know. But when people come in and they're like, Mr. Bradman, like such and such, baby doesn't have mm-hmm. their clothes because I couldn't wash. It wasn't wash week and I tried to wash, but then the laundry mat was closed down because of the right. shooting. I don't know what that's like. One, because I don't go to the laundry mat. I wash and dry at home. Mm-hmm. Two, I've never been anywhere where I couldn't get to somewhere because it was closed because of a shooting. So I'm can be can never have that experience right. and definitely be empathetic. Oh my gosh, like I totally understand. Oh, understanding. That. I'm glad yeah. that you're here. The thing was, he really wasn't trying to be empathetic. He was being very I, I felt like he was waffling between like, I'm hey, like I'm just trying to do my job. Right. Yeah. And like she said, she made a good point. She was like, you're just saying like all of these like if somebody's angry, use these words. Like she said, like, you're just trying to manage me right now. Right. And I don't need that in this moment. Right. But I think also, um, just from a, it's like being a doctor. Like, mm-hmm. I can't promise you that I'm going to save your son's life. Mm-hmm. I can't. So I'm going to give you the answer that's going to protect me mm-hmm. from any type of legal obligations. I can't tell you your son is going to be okay because I don't know anything right now. I would have, I could appreciate that if that white man didn't walk in the husband right. and the ex-husband and the dad, who he didn't even know who he was. He, he thought that he was the... Uh, it, it, which but was that's so why, crazy. But that's why he did it. He saw the badge. He saw the guy's badge, and that's why he is, he even said, he said, I just started here. I even haven't even met the guy who they said is supposed to come. As you see, no one has came into that room yes. all day, except for that white guy who came in. So yes. the only thing to assume is that's the guy. I would at least make sure that before I disclose any type of real information, but he was like, shit. It's 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock in the morning. Nobody's really coming in here except for somebody who needs to be in here. This guy comes in like he's supposed to be in there. He didn't come in like, where's my wife? Where's my son? He because came in he, like... Because he he was supposed to be in there. Right. But, I mean, he, I think, he didn't come in outright like, where's my son? Where's my son? Like, she was. Or I would, what I would assume any person would come but in like, he already what's going knew on? because the mom was calling, right? So, he already knew... Um, He's missing. Jamal is missing. Right. I'm at the police station. I'm calling, calling, calling. He's not answering. So he already knew 
what was going what yeah. was going on. He was coming in to see he did to not see anybody. Right. And then the guy just starts talking. talking yeah. And, yeah. Then he made a comment about her. Oh yeah. And then so called her a bitch. He yes. was like, well, she was being a little extreme, in my opinion. Like throughout the whole movie, I felt like. And the guy that, okay, uh-huh. we're going to get there. We're going to yes. get there. I don't want to jump ahead too yes. far, but yeah, continue. So in that moment, right, in yeah. that moment where somebody is like lost, so he tried her on so many, so many different times, like with the managing situation. She mm-hmm. was like, he's trying to, but he's not, mm-hmm. it's not authentic. So that's why she's like, stop trying to manage me. Right. And then she, and then it, she, it was very quick, but she was like, I have a PhD in, I have a PhD in psychology. I'm a professor at da 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 da. Like, I know what's happening. So, it was like you have this super educated black woman, mm-hmm. this rookie cop where you don't need no kind of education to be a police officer, right. like a high school diploma. Oh, shit. Uh huh. No, 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 it's real. It's real. And, and he's new. So, no education, and you're new on the job, and you plan, and like you're. Right. But this is another thing, though. Like, Ooh. she has a PhD in psychology, but she didn't know how to, in my opinion, she didn't know how to manage the situation. But that's the thing, because I am a mother. I get that. Whose kid, who I know is something, who I know something is off. It was off, but okay. No, okay. it was like, it was off and you know something's not right. 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 It's like, when you know something is not right. But the thing is, though. Uh-huh. You're okay. You work in education. You work with I teachers work with kids all, all the, the time. time. You so do with parents do. all the time. Yes. And a lot of times, parents. I'm not that old. Where mm-hmm. I'm so far removed. Where your parents are always like, unless you like been getting in blatant trouble a lot. Mm-hmm. Your parents are always going to think the best of you. Right. And my thing is though, she was doing that, and I don't think everybody else was. She was trying. No. No. She knew that her kid wasn't, she assumed that her kid mm-hmm. wasn't out there doing the stuff that the police officer was alluding to. Right. And the dad. Right. Fuck him. We won't get to him. We're yeah. going we're to get to Pop. So she is like, he never does it. Like, he's never not come home. Right. He's a good kid. He, like, all of these mm-hmm. things, like, I know. And also, like, just as a parent, parents be knowing. I, but I don't think she be. I don't think she knew. She knew something was not right. Absolutely, he, he hasn't come home yet. Something yes. obviously is not right. But, but there, I don't think. He, I don't think he was as innocent as she wanted to believe. I'm sorry. Somebody else driving your car. Not you. I mean, this is cars again. Nobody mm-hmm. else should be driving your car. First of all, you in the back seat, so out of it. They're purchasing drugs in your parents in your car. That I mean, it's not. No, it's not. Right. I mean, you wouldn't do it if your, if your mom was right beside you Correct. doing it. So it's not not to say that what he did was justified of what happened. Right. But I'm just saying that she he's knew, not as regardless yeah. of what of what he was doing, the the mother knew that something was off about the situation. Absolutely. He, he didn't come home. Like there that doesn't take intuition to know something's not right. My son normally comes home at this time. He didn't come home. It's not yes. like it's like the spider sense was just tingling. It was like he's not home yet. <laughs> yes, he's, he's not answering his phone but call. There are, like, but there are certain things. There are certain things where, like, um, where you know that like something is not right. And it was. It didn't, not to say it was like okay, kids don't come. Like, oh, he missed curfew. Right. He didn't come home. Like, 
Okay. Okay. Right. But it also it was something that was it was it, something. The fight also that fight was glooming over her head that they had that also probably triggered why he hasn't come home yet. Yeah. So she was thinking about that. Yes, but that fight parents have fights with kids. The I think she was thinking about that like oh like yeah it happened but I don't know if she was thinking like oh we had the fight and so he's not. You know, he's trying to blow off steam. I think she initially was like, okay. But then it got to a point where she knew something was wasn't it, right. right. And oh. that was the agitation. She's mm-hmm. like, something is off. When you get to the police station, mm-hmm. and he was doing all of that shit, does he go by a, a alias? Nigga, no. I said no. Does he have identifiable marks, like a grill? Like gold teeth. Yeah. Okay. There was a lot of uh, it was a lot of shade like that. Absolutely. No, that's not shade. That is call it what you I want. I would call it unconscious yeah, bias, but yeah, that shit yeah. is like incredulous. Like nigga, absolutely not. Right. And where, where were they from though? What area? Miami. Miami. Okay. Yeah. Get, get it. It's Miami though. I mean, it's Coral, bad. No, they lived in Coral Gables. Coral fucking Gables. They don't care. He's black. Right, that's what the no no that, that's what the, the that's what the police officer yeah that's what I'm talking about the, the police officer one yes subconsciously yes he doesn't care he doesn't care and it came across he like didn't that. even remember the guy's name the, out of three times of writing right, down she was like Jerry yeah <laughs> I, was like, I mean she was like nigga Jamal so yes so yes and I'm glad that you said that he honestly didn't care. So when I call you out for a lack of empathy, when I call you out for a lack of attention to detail in this job, when I call you out as an agitated parent, like, that doesn't make me what, like, he called her, like, oh, you're a bitch. And she's having to sit there and go back between being panicky as a mom. Trying to bring herself together as a professional. Compose herself together while dealing with this nigga. Right. Literally, it's like, oh, you're playing games. So it's, and that is what hit me. Like, not so much like the race relations mm-hmm. between cops, but just people in positions of authority and how you have to navigate that. Yeah. Like, and she was like, you know what? Like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, when he was like, did you have any identifiable scars? And she was like, what? Any identifying scars? And she's like, like uh, the scar on his stomach? And he's like, yeah, how did he get it? And she's like... Yeah, that made no she's sense. She's like, what the yeah. fuck does that have to do right. with anything? Was he shot? I mean, I don't know what he was getting at. What do all... Yeah. Of, but the, the thing is, yeah. it's like, all of this line of questioning right. is very much, what the fuck? And she was like, can you just get some get some information? He was like, yeah, I'm trying, I'm trying. Boom, boom, boom. That nigga didn't leave anywhere. He didn't leave anywhere. And mm-hmm. He didn't go anywhere extra. He just, she just went to get water. The dad walks in and he got all oh, this yes. information that she's like trying to mm-hmm. get. So, okay. So, okay. So is that a, also a case of, hmm, hmm. Is it sexism? Also, okay. This is a man now. He's also in law enforcement. Um, By doing more, maybe 
that would give me the inside of. He already said like, oh, that's always been my aspiration of being FBI, whatever, but he whatever. Didn't know that he didn't know he was FBI when he gave him that information. He literally walked. Yeah, in. the first. Yeah, you're right. The first time he when he was in, like he the three guys, even, he didn't even see the badge until he swung around. When he first walked in, mm-hmm. he was standing side by side with him. Okay. And he was like, oh, I'm so glad you're here. And he just starts right. going into all yeah, this because he didn't assume that this guy was her husband. And that's another yeah. thing. That's all of these yeah. assumptions that he's making about the kid, about the wife, mm-hmm. about the guy leads to how he is internalizing his, what has been internalized in him throughout his life. And now he's responding. Based off that. Based off of right. that. Well, the whole movie, I mean, the whole movie was based off of Absolutely. a lot of people making assumptions about everything, in my opinion. Yes. And it's like, how do these, how do your life interactions, like, impact how you engage with Mm -hmm. other people right like the subconsciousness of these are all my experiences and all these things it kind of reminds me of this movie crash yes it was like every yeah every action had a it kind of reminded me of crash where it was just like oh you thought that you were such a good person Mm -hmm. and then you end up killing uh lorenz tate and right because you assume like he was a bad guy and really he just had saint christopher Mm -hmm. the traveling the saint of safe travels Okay. So So you you introduced the husband now. Okay. Let's yes. talk about that. This that the, continue. I'm gonna let you do I'm gonna let you be great. So yes, so the husband comes. So the husband comes. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna let you take over. Oh this shit. Nigga, all I got is this nigga. <laughs> Alright, so the husband comes and he is really, really like I wanna say he's like a days ago. He's just like, okay. Mm-hmm. Like maybe he's kinda like like I've been here before, like it's not a big deal. Let me find out what's going on. Mm-hmm. My job is a lot higher than yours, so just give me the information right now. Mm-hmm. Let's see where we can go. Because he said some acronym, and the guy was like, he kind of like finished the acronym for him. So like, like I know what the hell you're talking about, like what's going on here. But I felt like also when he was talking to the guy, it wasn't necessarily like because clearly his job, in my opinion, if I had to equate FBI agent to a regular beat cop. I'm going to elevate the FBI agent. Just yes. the, the prestige of it. Yes, absolutely. And stuff like that. So You have to and to get to be an FBI right. agent. You have to and go the, through the ranks. And the guy said that. Yes. And so, um, but it did seem that the, the dad was, I guess, trying to navigate things a little bit better, in my opinion, where he was like, she was like, oh, you're kind of groveling in, in, like, what's the word I'm looking for? He was like, you're pretty much begging for information kind of thing from this guy, trying to get on his good side. And the guy is like, you kind of have to do that. It's like bureaucracy behind everything. Mm-hmm. So like, if you want to get somewhere, I can't remember who said it. Like you have to use honey instead of vinegar mm-hmm. or whatever. And she was like, well, sometimes they need to get the taste of this vinegar mm-hmm. kind of thing. But back to just her and her husband, I don't know if the exes yet or whatever, but their, their interaction with each other, it was like, they was going for blows the whole time they were talking, and I'm just like, mm-hmm. what the fuck is going on? Like, Daryl was able to pick up on it, like, yeah, he's done something, he left, or something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just thought he got off work, or <laughs> some shit like that. Oh. Mm-hmm. But um, it was weird, though, because the interaction between, and it was it was light and day, like, like you said, how the cop interacted with him, mm-hmm. even after he realized that it wasn't who he thought it was. Mm-hmm. So, okay, I'm going to go from a past where he thought who he thought he was. And, you know, your job, you might not be able to give all the information right. yet. 
like I'm not even supposed to know this, so I'm not going to say it. But a sergeant or whoever who's supposed to kind of know this, I'm going to brief him. So I'm going to give him that pass of when he was giving the the dad all this information okay. that he wasn't sharing with her. Mm-hmm. I want you to talk about the dad. Okay, the dad and just his manner. This is why I don't support interracial. Oh shit, couple. Why? Because of this. Okay, let's okay let's unpack it. Okay, so. A lot of the jabs, I support love, mm-hmm. but this right here, it is so difficult just to be black. To be any marginalized group is just mm-hmm. hard as shit in, in America. The way that the dad talked about his fucking son was out of control. So what did he say? J- uh, Jamal is hanging around those thugs. And like she was like, he's, they're thugs because they're black? So- so, let's just, okay, okay. Hi, hypothetically, if yeah. he was black and he had said that, mm-hmm. parents say that, though. Mm-hmm. It's like, if I don't know the kid, he's a thug. Mm-hmm. And not the best thing to say, but it's been plenty of times where a parent would be like, my kid can't wear cornrows. Mm-hmm. He may not be a thug, but when you see, th- you see cornrows, mm-hmm. it's normally... What people insinuate, mm-hmm. thug. Oh, you, your pants are slagged down, sagging. Mm-hmm. You're a thug, or yeah, you got goes in your mouth. You're a thug, or whatever, or you're not speaking correct English, we, which was a complete thing that like she like. She talked. About it was her. not the time to talk about that, in my opinion. When when she went on about um, y'alls and uh-huh. stuff like that, it was just in my opinion. She was like you said, you said because it's lazy. Well, no, because the dad brought up Jamal. Jamal speaking, how Jamal spoke. No, but she was talking, because he was talking about y'all's. He didn't say yes. that. Jamal said that. She got into him about that. He was like, I taught him too much about the, um, using proper English and stuff like that. And Yes, and then she was like, and then, but you say y'all. Or whatever. Right, like, right. But it was just like, at the yes, time yes. of what's going on, yes. the grand scheme of things, yes. like, me not using correct dialect and how he speak has absolutely nothing to do with our son being missing yes. right now, or how am I talking to this cop? Correct. That's what I was like. That's what I was like. It's like they were jabbing at each other, where it was like not even called for right <laughs> now, in my opinion. It's like it's not solving anything. And then she's like, "What made you come up to me and stuff like that?" I guess it's for the sake of the movie, but again, it's like. Yeah, I wonder if it's like, you know, in like heightened times, like high emotional times, and you're like, you're passing time, like they're waiting on the person to come. I just think I'm going to come back to the dad and the way that he spoke about his son. I just pray that parents aren't speaking about their kids in that way. He brought, yes. He um, also brought up the the other thing about the friends and, um, Scandal said, uh, uh Carrie Washington, <laughs> uh-huh. she said, but, you know, if it was this one kid, like, he's only allowed to hang out with this one black kid. Mm-hmm. And she also brought up another point. She was like, have we found out that our, have we found out that our son was in the car with white, with white kids? Would you still feel this way? way? Absolutely not. Exactly. Right. It's like most of the, mm-hmm. the inappropriate things that I've done has not been with black, black people. people. Right. To be very honest. Now, okay. So, I'm going to go back to what you said about, like, how parents talk about their kids because mm-hmm. it's crazy. Crazy. I was I was, in, I was in a I was in a beauty salon. Well, I was in a lock station. <laughs> 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 I was at the I was at the beauty salon. Fuck it. And 
it was a, another person. I don't know if she did hair or she was just coming in because I know her, her husband like cuts hair out of the salon as well. Mm-hmm. And apparently her son had got in trouble at school and she was just going on about like how she can't trust this nigga. Um, he lied about everything. Like even if he was telling me the truth, I have a hard time believing him. And her husband came out. I, I think she had this kid from a, a previous relationship. But the, her new husband was like, yeah, I, I can't even talk to this knucklehead. Like, the guy's not even, the boy's not even here yet. Right. But they talked about the boy so bad. Like, she was like, I don't care if he ever come back to my house. Like, he can stay at his daddy's house. Mm. He said, the only time he want to come over here is when his daddy put him on punishment. And he think he going to have, like, a clear past being over here with me. I don't want him. I think it's so interesting, right, in that conversation. What happened in the raising of your child where we're... Where we're speaking like I don't even want him, or he only comes here to get a free pass. Why do you not have your child? Right. I mean, I guess they um, previous relationships, so I guess they might share. He's in high school also, so I don't know. I got nothing, but that's crazy to me. You know, they might do um, what do you call it when you share custody, joint, joint custody, custody. So do, yeah, whatever. So maybe that's what happens, and she was just like, Mm-mm. but then she wouldn't have made the comment. He only wants to come over here when he gets on punishment. Well, that's true. Because if he's joint custody, no. This my week is your week. Yeah. This my month is your month. So yeah, let's go back. Sorry, I just wanted to give you an example. Yes, like, the uh, daddy was out of yeah. control. But a lot of that was just the in, the dad's own internal bias for mm-hmm. black people, even with him being yeah the the white father of a black son. Yeah. Like it was too. It was too. Like, but yeah, I. He was whack. Yeah, was but whack let's talk whack. about the bumper sticker because I mean they clearly kept going on the bumper sticker once it came up. Yes, and both cops brought it up, shit like that. So I'm I'm, I'm going to lolly back at you for the, the bumper sticker. Wait, what? Wait. So the bumper sticker was like shoot cops, and oh, then somebody yes, 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 but yes. it was referred to camera phone yes. kind of thing yes. to protect yes. yourself, something like that. Yes, but talk Eric, about the 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 video recording. That was the bumper sticker that was more along, um, um, around like protecting yourself mm-hmm. around police officers, right? Right. People, I think that was it smart though. I mean, I get that. Hey, I should be able to put anything on my my car. Mm-hmm. But in a life, in a times like this, mm-hmm. was it intelligent though? Mm-hmm. To do that. And I hate to say that, you know, where you got to be like, it's intelligent to do this. Yes. Like, It's so tricky because I feel like, I, I feel like when people use things like that as justification for outcomes, I'm like, mm-hmm. absolutely not. Like, it's absolutely not okay. It's not okay. And we would be up in arms. The movie stopped at a place where I was like, uh-uh, what happens next? Mm-hmm. Huh? We would be like if you switched that and he was white. First off, if you switched that and the boy was white, it wouldn't have ended like that. And even the way that But he, how it ended was they even the way that they told the story right. was some bullshit from cops. Yes. Like even that is like that is some bullshit. He slipped. Like what? what? Yeah. Like what are you saying? It ricocheted. If he slipped, we jumped a lot, yeah. Ricocheted and then he had gone because he had put. It was the car was wet. It was wet. So and okay. he had put his hands on the on the ceiling. Then the other boy flinched and then he had slipped and then 
he had looked and moved, and then the other one started fleeing, mm-hmm. and then when he fell back, it the it flew up in the air, and the trigger was super sensitive. <laughs> the and we had recalled we had recalled that particular gun because we knew that it was a sensitive mm-hmm. trigger, and then when it hit the snowflake, the raindrop. Because it was raining outside, it caused it to go up. Like, what? Complete final destination. I was like, exactly! <laughs> I, when he was explaining that, I was like, first of all, anytime when somebody gives that level of detail, it's still like, I was like, it was too fucking much. Right. That was too much for, for you to come back here and not have been there at the scene right. for you to have that okay. level of detail. So let's, okay, so we jumped a lot. We jumped a lot. We jumped a lot. So, okay. Talk okay, about so the daddy. We, so we talked about, about the dad. The dad. We well, about, well, 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 let's we talk about names, about. though, because uh-huh. that was one of the big one of the big fights they had. Because the dad was like, he never wanted to name the child Jamal, Jamal. and he wanted to name him like some Scottish name, an Irish name, because he's Irish. Yeah. So before, but I mean, in that regard, mm-hmm. black people are like that a lot. I've heard a lot of people say, "I'm not going to name my kid." We even go on people who have more urban names uh-huh. than. We had the wrong. I mean, we're the wrong people to talk about because our names are like as common as they can possibly be like, on paper. You said what? Oh, Michael means uh, like God. So, sure. and but, Charles means uh, manly and uh, gentleman. Yes, because yeah, we know Jamal name. We we do, and I love the fact that she brought that up. So, but means beauty. So, but so are we? Da- okay, so and then the dad made fun of that. Yeah. So, yeah. But no, so this is my thing though. Like, our, our, this is our kid. Our well, he didn't he didn't like the name, and a lot of people say I don't like the name. Like, yeah, I don't but, like a person name that we name. Yes, which is I get you not liking the name, but if it's the name of your child, whether you like Jam, the name Jamal or not, yeah. is different than this is my son's name. Now I'm going to pick on him. So okay, but all I want to draw the parallel between uh-huh. how he was towards. I feel as though Jamal is not like a hood name. Uh huh. Versus how black people are with Jamal's and Jerome's and stuff like that. But then we jump and we will judge people uh-huh. who have Sequisha, like, like, like Nika and stuff yeah. like that. Like, are we that far different uh-huh. in far as our bias towards just names? Just names. Like, clearly white people are a little bit more extreme. Saying, like, he had a problem with Jamal. Yeah. But as a black people, we have a problem, air quotes, with Shaniqua and stuff. Like, why the hell would you name your child, you know, Shaquita? Like, why would you do that? Mm. You know, and so... For all the Shaquitas, I want to know. I actually know people that get named certain things, and then they, like, change they their change name. Them. But, I mean, at this... He's just turned 18, yeah. so even if Jamal didn't like his name, he can't... I mean, he's just old enough to change it. But so. I think that, honestly, the, the thing about the name again was brought up for this internalized racism that the dad actually had. Like if 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 you and your wife at the time, you have a name, you have a name, and you guys come to the agreement because he, the shit got signed mm-hmm. on his birth certificate that Jamal is, you still talking about this shit 18 years later, that's some internalized racism. Particularly if you're having this conversation, I'm agree with you. If this is the conversation that you're having, why you have no idea where your son is at, and his mother is frantic. They're choosing, they're just, at that time, I feel as though they were literally just trying to nitpick, in my opinion. Just like 
She was nitpicking on how he was speaking. He yeah. was nitpicking on a choice she made. So it was just like, like I said, the whole movie, I felt like they was jabbing it towards. Yes. And a lot of the jabs, and if you paid attention, a lot of the jabs dealt with internalized racism. Absolutely. But, yes. But was there any racism or prejudice or assumptions done on both sides, though? That's my thing. Like from the mom? Yes. Maybe not so much towards she wanted, she towards wanted. the dad. Mm-hmm. But I think she did have some towards the other black cop. The other thing, yes, because she called him a coon. Yes. So, no, I mean, Uncle Tom. Uncle Tom, yeah. So I think that it's been interesting that you brought up that power dynamics, right? Because you could see that even though she was the most educated, mm-hmm. most educated, most well-to-do out of everybody that was there, she actually was had the least amount of power in all interactions. Absolutely. She, so I think that that was another uh, dynamic that the show intent that the movie wanted to foster mm-hmm. out. Black women are the most educated group in the U.S. She was came from a, a Coral Gables. They talked about that. Like she came from a very well-to-do background, right? PhD in psychology, like. All of the things that the boxes that you yeah. were marked off. I just wish she had used that to try to navigate more. Like use But I think that that is a part of it. That is a part of what you're showing. It doesn't matter how Coral Gables mm-hmm. you are. It doesn't matter how educated you are when it comes to moments like this. You aren't able to do anything more than what the system will allow you to mm-hmm. do. And it's rigged against you. Like, but no matter what. I did like how they, they arrested the dad, though. Like, I did not expect him to do that. I thought he was like, uh, get, you know, give him a chance. He, he's hostile kind of thing. He was like, no, get this nigga out of here kind of thing. I was I was very shocked at that. Yeah. Very shocked. But I think that right there, and I wasn't shocked at that, uh-huh. because it right there to me was the black man saying, I'm going to use the power that I have for your white ass. Mm-hmm. So there was like... It was the movie was so good because it was always this power dynamic that was at play. Everybody was struggling for power or to show their dominance. It was just a constant like, and so I wasn't surprised at that. I was like, yeah, that black man is like, nah, nigga, mm-hmm. this is my shit. Like out there, maybe, maybe you got it. Because you, but, FBI, I'm a trump here, you. Yeah, I'm a trump right you here, with no ass going in, district attorney. Exactly. And so white guy was like this. I wish I could see my face because he was he was shook. He was like, okay, I'm gonna shut up. Yeah, for he, a four second. Um, but just for a second. Yeah, it, like yeah, it, it was very short lived. Yeah. Um. So I think when you come back to whoever the what was he the AGL yeah what whatever the fuck that man yeah, was he was, he was like, some lieutenant let's put it that way yeah. Um, and then he shows up. Mm-hmm. That was also uh through everybody for a loop because Kerry Washington's character is thinking like oh another white guy is going to give me the runaround. Um, a lot of assumptions. That should have been the name of the movie. The dad, mm-hmm. the dad thinking like, okay, this guy's gonna come and he's gonna give me everything, everything I need. need to know. Yeah, entitlement. Exactly. And then um, the rookie cop just like being grateful that, oh, I'm glad somebody else is here to take over this. Yes. So then he comes. So you talking about the AD, the, the lieutenant, a, the yeah. lieutenant, black okay. cop, black cop. He enters and then what? So he enters. He's trying to like get a grasp of everything that's going on. Um, I should have been taking notes as we were watching it. But anyway, so I don't know at that point, he really has a whole lot of details. I think he ends up talking to the white guy, right. um, the white cop, excuse me. And then, um, 
which was one, another crazy thing that it took him forever to come for a nigga that's supposed to be on call or some shit oh, like that. Oh. And that's what she also brought up. Yeah. She was like, so he's supposed to be here, but he's not here. And so he's not going to get here until 8 o'clock. The scheduled time that he's supposed to come versus the time when he should have been coming if he's on call. Like, that's bullshit. Yeah, that's very bullshit. So do you think that somebody mentioned this as far as just America, period. We get so immune to disasters. Let's think about like something like 9-11. Nine eleven happened, and we're all kumbayaing. We direct our focus on another group that shouldn't necessarily been even directed at. Uh-huh. Then that becomes short lived. Our memories is fade. We're back at whose memories fade? America as a whole. Hell no! You ask anybody that is was anybody. I was gonna say anybody that's Taliban. Oh. Anybody that is uh, excuse me. that <coughs> looks like. Those people, they still get harassed in the airport. <coughs> That's not what I was talking about. Excuse me. Who? That's not what I was talking about. Oh, I was okay, talking okay. about as far as the cohesion with America's Americans. Excuse me. Take your time. Take my time. I'm dying. I'm dead. Because I don't know. No. No CPR. The she just got certified CPR. I'm dying, the, baby. The best I could do is help. <laughs> help. Fuck you, though. <laughs> I'm dead. No, but I was saying like I feel as though I'll like, be beating on the I'll be beating on your goddamn chest like <laughs> you you would you would be like you they be like he saved him. No, he's a quadriplegic because <laughs> the move that he did uh took <laughs> he can't do shit from the neck down. What happened? He broke my sternum. I just picked up the chair and I was just body slamming him because <laughs> he was I just knew I had to hit his chest. No, but what I was saying is, I, I feel like when 9-11 happened, uh-huh. I think Americans as a whole... United? Were more united. Against the Taliban. Yeah, Taliban. Mm-hmm. Or, unfortunately, Americans as a whole are also ignorant, so anything that looks like the Taliban, they were also directed. Right. And I'm not going to say that that same energy is still not there, but I, I don't think as though we're as a, a united as we were after 9-11. And I also feel as though if something else happened similar to 9-11, it wouldn't be the impact would not be as big as it was when 9-11 happened. Yes. Because we've already experienced it. We have lost more human beings to school shootings than we've lost than we lost exactly. in 9-11. And nothing has changed. Right. Because of 9-11, they've created a whole new branch of the government. DHS. Now I gotta motherfucking take my shoes off. They've like... The one bomber. And... I'm going to say this. And really, they shouldn't be mad at nobody but motherfucking uh, the United States government because that shit was a scam. Mm. Which one? The, the, uh, 9-11. Uh, the whole thing was a motherfucking scam. I mean, I don't know anything about it. So. Yes. Okay. So just look at... So the Twin Towers... Oh, they definitely knew what was happening. Yeah, they knew what was happening. They put motherfucking dynamite. They... Oh, my gosh. I'm just going to say this. If you go back and watch how the how the towers fell, mm-hmm. that was a demolition. That wasn't a plane running. Just, yeah, running let's just hit this building randomly. Yeah, they strategically hit it. Yes. Yeah, they no, they detonated mm-hmm. the building. They demolished the building. But if the you, planes hit it. At, if you watch the if you watch it mm-hmm. and you could see it collapsing, like, you could see the like the explosions where they like set like boom, mm. and you could see the explosions from the windows. It's fucking wild. And like a couple of weeks before, they took they 
redid the insurance policy. I remember that. I did hear that. Yeah, they upped it. Yeah. Then a couple weeks before, they had shut down all the stairwells. You could nobody had mm-hmm. access to the stairwell. Like, come on, my G. <laughs> come on, my G. Then the plane, the plane, the plane that hit the, the plane Pentagon. that hit the Pentagon. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows how the Pentagon is built, right? Everybody it's knows a, it's like it. an onion. Yeah, and mm-hmm. like. It's like an onion on the inside, and then it has layers below it, too. And then, like, like it has all, every thing has, like, a section. Mm-hmm. Like, so you can't, the plane crashed. Why was there no pieces of a plane? There was not a single piece of a plane. It blew up. Oh. So, right, people were like, oh, it, it, um. It exploded. It, it, yes, it evaporated. Incinerated. It incinerated. <laughs> they said, so they were like, oh, great. We love that theory. So this is jet fuel. This mm-hmm. is how hot it could get. In order for it the just... turbines on a plane to, ex- to disintegrate. Uh, disintegrate and evaporate, my nigga, the temperature needed to be like... The sun. Basically, <laughs> it's like jet fuel only gets up to this degree mm. of hotness. Like, it can't, like... It can. Think about think about planes that have caught on fire. Right, and don't yeah. The fucking uh thing don't fucking go to dust. <laughs> A whole ass plane crash. Aaliyah, Aaliyah, Aaliyah. When Aaliyah's plane crashed, she had a little ass plane. Mm-hmm. You saw a piece of that shit every Everywhere. goddamn where. Yeah, every other you plane telling crash. Me every plane crash. You see the whole motherfucker. The nose done fell off here. The thing fell. All we saw was a little dust. We saw a little dirt. We saw a skid mark. I seen car accidents. Not skid mark. I seen car accidents <laughs> that leave more damage to the grass than that. I said, "Come on now, come on now, come on now." But I'm saying all that to say, people have their energy directed at the wrong thing, Absolutely. right? Yeah. So they have it directed at the angry black woman. They have it directed at the cop. The rookie cop. Mm-hmm. They have directed at the asshole dad. They have directed at the AGO, the lieutenant who's like slow. Right. It's really a system thing. Absolutely. We need to focus our energy back into the system that is failing people. But but the people are what develop the system. It's also people who make the system. Yes. So it, it's and also, I'm, I'm so glad that you brought that up. And none of the people that were in the movie... Mm-hmm. All of them were pawns. Absolutely, all of them were pawns. None, nobody in the movie actually had real power, power over the system. Right. So you were able to see how the system was working against people. Mm-hmm. So, but the thing is, though, even if you had people who had the power, let's look at Trump. And I don't want to go too far into politics, but Trump was Trump before he became president. I'm going to use yeah. that word very, very loosely because yeah. you know. But anyway, before he became who he is, uh-huh. and so it's just it's the people that right, but the he problem that have, is so ingrained. But he didn't have a platform. Yeah, you don't get racist overnight, right? He's if you go and look at the history of him as a human being and all the lawsuits that have been had against him for fair um, fair housing mm-hmm. discrimination, housing discrimination, you can see that. He has had these ideas and beliefs for a long time. He never had the platform. platform right. So that, which, and the platform is the system. Mm-hmm. Now, so you have a person 
whose family and historically white males mm-hmm. have been able to create a system right. where they've been empowered and emboldened to do things. And now you have a person who the system has built who is now In the operating system. and controlling the system. the system. Right. But thank God that somebody knew that, that we needed a thing called checks and balances. That shit ain't been working, it feels like. Well, within margin, I should I will, say. I will say that it's been working because a lot of the things, honestly, if you think about all the things that he's tried to do, he really hasn't right, done not much. Done, right. But, I, yeah, I think. So, I mean, like, every time he tries to do something, like, he's, the, his, the, I, I'm so excited that the legacy of his presidency is going to be like the little engine that could. Like, he tried mm-hmm. to really, like, fuck up so much stuff. Right. And people were just like, nigga, please. we're going to block it. Like, every day I fucking wake up, it's like another fucking um, judge being like, it's a no. That's a, a, a calm no. It's a calm no. Like, no. Niggas is able to have abortions. Mm. Like, no. Did you hear about speaking of Trump and his dumb fucking issues? Did you hear about how the part of the wall that they started building, like, people have already cut through it? No. Wow. Me fucking out. And they said it was like with the fucking saw that you can order on Amazon. It's like a little handheld <laughs> saw. Like they were like, look at the $60 saw that That's going through these- hundreds of people have cut through and like it's and like gone through. They're just like Mm-mm. in a week. Idiot. Fucking idiot. But yeah, so it's the system. It's the system. And I, I think that the great the best thing from the movie was this continued showcase. And again, like, I think a lot of people focus on it was about, like, race relations with police officers. But to me, it was just, like, power dynamics in general. I think that race relations with police officers is the easy hook. Mm -hmm. But if you really think about all of the things that happen consistently throughout the movie, um, like, that was the bigger message. And it really made me think, how do I need to engage? Mm. Engage like your students, people, and the system. So, wait a minute. So let's go. Okay, wait a minute. Because we talk about engage. So the black cop, and I mm-hmm. think that he had a, a, a pretty pivotal spot because being black, but also being on that side of the blue line, mm-hmm. he tried to shine some light on to scandal K, K- Washington's uh-huh. uh, role as far as a, a lot of the logic that police officers, regardless of their, their background, racial background, of the things that go through their head. And, like, I mean, certain things, like, he kind of bothered me when he said, like, people don't have rights. If I get pulled over because you're a police officer, I don't have rights. I didn't agree with that 100%. That's actually, and the, see, that right there was a great example of the system. Like, that was the system talking. You getting pulled over by the cops does not take away your rights and all. That's why they have the Miranda. That's why you have right. to be read your Miranda rights. That, so it's like, he... This is the other thing. You know when they say niggas make it a little and then they act, start acting mm-hmm. funny? He was the perfect example. Just because you get pulled over by the police and mean no wrong. means does that mean that your rights disappear. You right. don't lose your rights. Criminals, people that have murdered people still have rights. You can't, they can't not get food. Mm-hmm. They cannot not be shot. Like, like even people that have done heinous acts still have rights. There's under no circumstance do you lose the rights that are associated with you being a human. There are certain rights that get taken away, right? Like, you can't, you can't vote, vote now. Yeah. But it's like, 
to say like you don't have rights is not crazy. true. Right. Right. No, but I okay. So that part, like I said, that part I felt like it was like completely off base, completely right. wrong. But that was again him flexing the power. Yeah, the, the little, little power, power he had, that he had. Right. He was flexing that, and he was only saying that to Carrie because she was so like she kept going hard and like. Why didn't he tell me this? Why didn't mm-hmm. I know this? Now this has happened. Like she was trying, but I just kept. I was like, she's irrational because yeah. she's a mom. Like and I don't. Yeah, and I don't think. Inv- that's where I think just everybody else just bad training or something like that. Like think about where she's at. Mm-hmm. Think about like, and you said this at the very beginning of the segment. Like she's irate, and I don't want to use irate. Yeah. That's probably not the right word because I do think she was still she was still there, but clearly. This is very emotional. That's going on. And I don't think anybody was really empathetic towards that. No. And um, I think, I don't care, you don't necessarily have to have kids to know that if somebody in your family ends up missing, a friend's missing, Mm -hmm. you're going to be concerned and you're not going to be the most patient person because we all watch First 48. They always talk about every hour matters, every Every second second matters. matters. And so now all of a sudden now, oh, but I'm supposed to wait 48 hours. To report something that that I would never understand. Like, I get it. You know, people run away. Shit like that. Oh, right. Guess what? They ran away. Yeah. Y'all wasted a couple hours. Guess what? Y'all was probably just be eating donuts anyway. Right. Like, what was he doing? Yeah. Like that was my thing. It's like, there's nobody else here. What else are you doing? What can you be doing that's more important than this right now? Ain't nobody calling. No. Nope. Not a phone call. Ray. Phone call. Because then fucking coral games. <laughs> like shit doesn't happen there. So, um, but yeah, I also, I think that they didn't do that well. Um, I could see how people were also getting frustrated because she was very sharp tongue. She knew she was intelligent and she let everybody know she was intelligent also. And I think people who aren't intelligent don't like to hear other people tell them that they're more intelligent or more qualified and they got this, that, and the other. So that was one of the things that I kept like, just in my life, like kept playing over and over again. I'm like, People want you to be something else so they feel more comfortable, but it's like, no. Like, I think so many times when people are like, oh, remnants is remnants, and I'm like, one, like, you don't even know me. Mm-hmm. But because I say this, that doesn't make me difficult to work with. That doesn't make me this. That doesn't make me that. Just because you have a title doesn't mean that you are have a right to be an asshole. Right. And I think that's why I think that the empathy was missing because I'm like anybody and I and I and I watch Grace Anatomy a lot. When parents are de- like when uh, kids come into the ER and parents are like friend and friend and friend, they remain so calm with them because they know like mm-hmm. yes, your kid has been shot and you are out of your mind. It don't it don't help that we both panic. Even though inside they your might be pumping yeah. and shit like that, but, but you it's can't like show you that. You have though. to keep the parent calm right. so you can then do the work that you have to do. You have to, if somebody comes in and says their kid is missing, you have to, ma'am. This is all the information I have. Mm-hmm. I know that it's frustrating because such and such is supposed to be here. All that I could do is just keep calling him. Mm. So like, let me call him again. Okay, let me call him again. Some of the things that he was doing was intentionally antagonistic. You're talking about the first guy? Yes. Okay. That yeah. nigga was intentionally anta- antagonistic. 
Because he did feel, feel some kind of way mm-hmm. about Absolutely. But, but it's like, it's not personal. Because at the end of the day, and Kerry Washington brought this up, your daughter's at home. And that's honestly the secret that I use all the time with parents. What's that? I never get upset. Have you ever seen me get upset or or, or agitated or riled up by a parent? You know why? Them not my kids. Mm. Like, I literally say that all the time. I get like, you're upset. Like, parents are going to come in. They're going to be upset. They're going to be mad. We had a woman who was mentally ill. Like, mentally ill. Mentally ill to the point where her, she lost full custody of her child, which never happened. Mm, yeah, you got to do everything under the sun. So when I custody. say, when I talk about her mental illness, like, it was at a different level. Right. Okay. I talk to her every day just as calm like this. She would be going cuckoo. Cuckoo. People, they wouldn't even let her in. People would be like, don't answer the door. I said, don't answer the door. I'd be like, let her in. When she came in, when I was there, I would sit, sit in that room, I'd be like, Yes, ma'am. Unfortunately, all I could do is I can give you his report card and his attendance. That's all I got Unless for you. Unless you have some different documentation. Oh, I got this document. Okay, well, let me see it. Yes, I'm so proud that you've com- completed XYZ. What I need from you is a paper that says something different that you can see your kid. As soon oh, as you shoot. get that, like, let's, I can help you. Like, let's make a phone call. Like, what do I need to do? Mm-hmm. But I always say this, calm. And do you think sometimes you being that calm, like, agitated because they want to get something out of you? No. I think that initially in the conversation, yes, but eventually... She's like... They calm down. Right. They always calm down with me, didn't they? They always calm down because people feed off of your energy. Yeah, so absolutely. if you get hyped, then they... Right. Then they got hyped. another reason to get hyped. Exactly. Yeah. So they will always remain calm. They would. They would... Be in an agitated mm-hmm. sense state, but then they would calm down because I'm calm. So, do you think had things been a little bit different if Kerry Washington's character was a little bit more calm? Even though I don't think that it was Kerry Washington's responsibility to be calm. But nobody else got. I mean, the white cop did get. He did. But yes, I was, was getting agitated at was her, her. Honestly, if I. I felt like he didn't. He he clearly did not do everything that right. he could for her because as soon as the husband walked in, he, he had, had so everything. much to say. But did he, did he all the information that he had? He just had to, he had to give it to. Her. The, but the, was he at liberty of giving it to her? Because he even said again that he didn't know that that guy. If he had known that that was just Carrie Washington's husband off break and he spilled all that out, I think we would be like, yeah, that was really really fucked up. But the fact is, he really thought. But that was the point. He didn't know who it was, and he still did. He it. thought it was though. So he, ignorance no, is one he thing. He didn't but know who it was. He thought it was the guy that was supposed to be coming here, and that's why he just disclosed all the information about this particular case to him. Right. But, I mean, it but, wasn't like the information that he gave was not no top secret ass information. But I don't know. I don't know the policy. It was a little. But he also he also talked about how many people it was that they were black. And all yeah. this other stuff. That was information that he had. But was Man, he at liberty of sharing that though? Yes. I, I don't, I'm, I'm saying yes like super emphatically. All I'm saying is that to a parent, he gave Kerry Washington nothing. He All he gave her was like, yeah, we stopped that. We stopped that. The car is in our system. Right. But if the guy That's was the only dead, thing that he could, but I guess they didn't know they at the time. They didn't know at the time. All he was like, yeah, yeah. though, we've ran that car. And so she was like, where? Well, so like it, you ran it like an hour ago? You ran it three hours ago? You ran it like, was it Parked? Was it in the street? Was my son driving? You, if you run a car, right. a motherfucker is in it. Right, but after okay, so all that information, like you said, was not available 
when it happened. So that means he wasn't, the son was never in the precinct like everybody thought. She thought, okay. She initially she thought, thought that. Right. She so, initially thought that he that he could be in the in the precinct. What I'm saying is, if he would have given her that information. It would at least calmed her down a little yes, bit. Yes, this is what I have. Right. We ran the tag. He, but the, th- the thing is, and this is what you keep missing. This is what I'm trying to say. The thing is, he tried to play her and say, yeah, we ran the tag and it's somewhere in the system. You got to think I'm a motherfucking idiot mm-hmm. if you think that you're going to just tell me that and you, that means that you don't have no other information. So the question is, why did he not want to give her that information, in my opinion? Was he really literally at liberty yes, of not saying it or because, was he just going to be an ass? Because he was like, that's not your place. I, it was a power dynamic. Okay. It was a To me, it was a power dynamic. The information that he gave, the information that uh, Kerry Washington asked was not no crazy information. If you could tell me that the car got got was in your system, mm-hmm. okay, boom. Okay, so the car was in your system. It was a driver. Was the driver this person? Because that is my son. Right. That's like yes or no. Okay, that's what I'm trying to find out. Uh, police don't are sitting there randomly running tags. Mm-hmm. All just day. like all day long, like let me run this tag, let me run this tag, let me run this tag. Oh, we we would what? How did you get these tags? We we didn't have nothing else to do. We were just we were just sitting at the corner as cars drove by running tags. I ain't a cop, so I, I'm assuming you're right. Right. Yeah. So like, if you ran the tags and it's in your system, she could have also he could have got information. When, what time was the tags run? I, because the tags I've been calling. I was calling my son since this time. Mm-hmm. Did you run the tag? Did, but they definitely didn't run the tags as soon as she called. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Did the tags get ran like right. at 11 o'clock or did it get ran at 2 o'clock? Yeah. Was he in Coral Gables? Or was, did the tags get run in fucking Orlando, nigga? Because it's the office of state. It's, it's like, the, yeah. Right? So I think this having some of those answers certainly will help calm her down. Because when, like, with this particular parent, she was trying to see her, trying to see the kid. And I was like, Unfortunately, because I have this piece of paper, the only thing that I can give you is I can give you the report card and I can give you his attendance. Mm-hmm. I will let you. I can let you know that he. And then the parent asked, like, um, like, did he eat breakfast? I was like, he definitely ate breakfast today, and he's here at school and he's doing well. So I asked you this question though. I could have. I could have used in, in in my power been like, I'm not talking to you. Right. And so all, all I'm saying is, okay. We always talk about this, and I think we're both guilty of doing what we would have done, what we would have done, what we done. And I, I honestly don't think that we are normal. And so, just I'm like a you, professional, call it what you want to. We are not normal as far as everybody's not professional. Then let's put it that way. But then I, that's and so that again comes back to my agreeing with why I'm agitated. And I, as a professional, there is there is somebody right now that I am on 10 with mm-hmm. because the person is absolutely the furthest from professional I've ever seen in my life. Right. Ever seen in my life. And if I were to do the things that this person did mm-hmm. and does, it would be a problem. That it, they would, it would be yeah. like, that would be a problem if I did that. Absolutely. So, it's not a matter of like not being normal or not. 
the the demand for somebody to operate in a professional space is not a crazy demand. It's not a crazy demand, but that's just like saying common sense. Everyone always says that common sense isn't isn't that common. common. And so, but we still use the term, even though we realize that everybody don't have it. Everybody who should have it don't have it. But for me to expect you to be professional is not absurd for me. It's not absurd, but it's what what I'm trying to say is... Mm -hmm. Just because it's something that we we should expect, the thing is, though, a lot of times people do not carry them. A lot of times people do not work well with being that certain type of energy. Regardless if that energy is warranted or not, they just don't function right. And a lot of times, what happens is people get defensive, or they want to they want to help you right. or whatever. I, it's and I've like, always I've always thought that police officers were punk ass bitches. I've always thought that. Not every single right, one of them. Of course them, not. But if you think about who becomes a police officer, motherfuckers uneducated, motherfuckers minimum requirements, niggas that got picked on, and now they use mm. their power in like fucking crazy ways. It's unacceptable. Again, not all police officers. Of course I also so. know some police officers that are amazing people. But very generally speaking. Majority. We're going, we're going with I'm majority. I'm like, very generally speaking, I'm like, police officers are fucking ridiculous. I was walking down the street the other day. I was walking down the street the other day. And the, this police officer was like, um, I was crossing the street. And he was like, um, you want to make sure that you cross in the crosswalk. First of all, I was in fucking that stadium. It was a billion fucking people. Mm-hmm. And the crosswalk is only this big. So the line. Right. There were so many people that had like stepped outside of that because of the amount of fucking traffic. People, right. Why are you talking to me? Why are you talking What'd to you me? What did you say? <laughs> I looked at him and I looked him up and down and I kept going mm. outside of the right, fucking right, right. crosswalk. Right? And so, it's unnecessary. It's unnecessary. Another police officer that lives by me put a note on my car and was like, um, next time I'm going to give you a ticket, you need to make sure that you pull up more. Pull up more with no lines. I said to myself, I took that note and I stuck it on his fucking car. And if I would have had uh, something to write with, I'd have, I wanted to write on the note. Mm-hmm. There are much bigger things than how far up I pulled. Right. Like, get you something to fucking mm-hmm. do. So, like, basically, he, you didn't leave, either, either you didn't leave enough space for that's, another car to park, or, no, I'm asking you, because I'm like, yes, there's no lines. There's no lines where you, yeah. no, like, figure it out. Yeah. You better pull a smart car now. That's not my business. You gotta walk. You get home sooner. All right. Wait later till somebody pulls Ooh, out. Go home. You gotta figure right. that out. Like that's wild as yeah. shit. Don't use your power for that. That's but that's this like that's the power. How what? they use their power. What are you saying, officer? Well, he's not gonna give you a ticket. There's oh, obviously, yeah, 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 yeah. You're right, you're right. You're right. You're right. And I knew. I said, "Oh, here." I took that and I stuck that mm-hmm. right back on this thing. That's funny. Like, nigga, like, don't leave me notes. Right. Like, this is harassment. Like, don't even... Yeah. Give the ticket or don't give the ticket. Right. Either like, or, yeah, don't threaten me. But there's, like, no ticket to give because right. I'm not pulled up enough, nigga. Right. Like, good day. Yeah. Off of what? what? What's that going to be? The fuck? Oh, that's wild. So, yeah, I thought it was a great... I thought it was great. It was so much more than me than just about, like, police and mm-hmm. engagement with black people. It really was, to me, about systems, how people and characters in the system are influenced unknowingly in how we engage right. with this, in the system. And a lot of things was just like very, I, I want to think that a lot of time, a lot of the dialogue that took place and a lot of things that what people were doing 
was subconscious. Like, I don't think anybody yeah, yeah. really yeah, was like anybody was intentionally being malicious throughout the whole entire movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it was just a lot of reacting or reacting. It was being mistreated from the very beginning, yes. which I think was the catalyst that kind of like led to everything else. One guy, people not taking their jobs very seriously, in my opinion, because mm-hmm. how the fuck are you on call, but you're not there and you're not even like remotely close. It's just, or, or coming. Yeah, or coming. Yeah, like, like, it wasn't they, like, oh, we just heard from him. He's on his way. There's traffic. There was nothing like that. There was like no type of urgency, urgency or as the person on call to deal with emergency. Right. Like this is obviously escalated to an emergency if the cop is calling you. Exactly. And now you come in and you want to be respected. Like, you don't want to respect right. your own job, in my opinion. But I think, like, you nailed it, right? It's like none of this was intentional. And it really talks to the sub- subversive nature mm-hmm. and pervasive nature of ideologies and the way that we think and the way that we engage with people are impacted by so much that we just are unconscious of. And my final thought is around like, we've got to do a better job about being present and Mm -hmm. conscious. So my final thought, because I think that we didn't do Jamal enough justice in this segment. We didn't talk about Jamal and just the battling of what he was dealing with. Because he said something that is absolutely 100% true. Mm-hmm. I think when, he kept, when she kept saying that he felt like he was the, the face of the race. Mm-hmm. And I also, I mean, you went to a PWI, so I think you probably can relate to this mm-hmm. um, the most between the two of us as far as being in an environment where you are a minority. Um, again, I always say you're, you're rather... Um, you're rather exceptional, and so you're not. I mean, hey, you, <laughs> humble face, whatever. But um, I do feel as though um, a lot of people who like, if they were never really exposed to black people before, they get exposed to you. They probably would be very shocked once they get to know other black people. In my opinion, because I don't feel as though um, I don't want to downgrade black people, but this is a l- large spectrum. So either it's like what you've seen on TV, then you see Michael, in my opinion. Because I think that's what happens. A lot of people, you think mm-hmm. about, we're only 13%. I'm going to give us 15% because I'm not... 16%. Okay, 16%. We're 16% of the, the United States population. So that means a lot of people have only touched a couple of black people yes. in their whole life. And then when you start thinking about people like in the Midwest, because I think we people in the DMV, East Coast and the West Coast, we get a little... Um, Spoil, I guess, like, or we're just a false sense of reality, I should say, where I never felt like I was ever really a minority until I started, like, working. But um, I I think a lot of white people don't really get exposed to black people. Or if they do, they go to a PWI and stuff like that, where, in my opinion, I would think it's kind of like the elite of people go. I mean, honestly, I feel like you go to college, you're already among the elite, in my opinion. And then you go to a PWI, in my opinion, you're even more elite just as far as not to say that the people who didn't go to HBCU couldn't go to a PWI, but I don't think that just your, oh, I barely got into college kind of thing or going to PWIs, in my opinion, not the prestigious ones anyway. So um, in those regards, it's like, oh, wow, you're a black person. Oh, I like black people kind of thing Mm -hmm. versus how her dad or how his dad, Jamal's dad was seeing other black kids. It was like, oh, I know these two black boys, but anybody else, since I don't know them, they're not my son. Yeah. Kind of thing. And that, I know that was a mouthful, and I talked about it a lot in a circle, but I felt like 
I had a best friend, or he is my best friend, that's um, biracial, and I know he struggled with that. Wherein you're, you're never black enough, mm-hmm. and you're never white enough. Mm-hmm. It's just like you're in this equilibrium where where do I belong? Mm-hmm. And so when she said like, that was tough though. When he said, I didn't leave him, I left you. She was crushed, mm-hmm. and I was waiting for him to say that because she kept saying, "You left us, you left us, you left us, you left mm-hmm. us." And he was like, I never left y'all. I left you. Mm-hmm. And I think people do that a lot of times where we never talked about like single families and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like, no, bitch, you're not a single mother. Mm-hmm. You just single with a man who just don't fuck with you no more. Mm-hmm. Or, you know what? You might be single and that nigga just ain't there no more. But a lot of times fathers are present. He just don't fuck with you. And now you feel as though you're a single mom. And I think that when women say that they're single, I don't know women that are separated, but the but the father is active mm-hmm. that considers himself a single parent. Say it one more time. A lot of, uh, uh, in my experience when people mm-hmm. use that term, I know people that have separated from mm-hmm. the father of their child that do not consider themselves a single parent. Right, okay. Because the, the, the parent father is, is still very right. active. Right. Right. right, It's like very, very active. Yeah. So they're not, they're not portraying themselves as being they are single uh, yeah. and they are a parent, parent, but they're not a single, single parent. parent. Right. They they would say that I've heard them say like we co-parent our mm-hmm. child, but I'm single and so is my relationship life. Gotcha. Um, I'm glad that you brought up Jamal. I wanted to just touch on the, t- touch on Jamal as well, like him being like the face of the race. You know what they've said like in the year twenty, yeah, twenty whatever. Like, everybody will be um, almost like Aborigines yes, or something like that. Yeah, everybody yeah. will look like that. But I think that that's also something that I've been thinking about, the duality of having to deal with being a complex person mm-hmm. in complex spaces. It's very easy to be black man, da-da-da, mm-hmm. and the world sees you. Black man, scary, this is how I react. Right. Versus a kid that is like, in, uh, you know, 18, so he was, he's, he's still a child, but he's legally an adult. Right. Who's 6'3", quarrels, Caramel skin, green eyes. You're like, what right. is that? Yeah, what right? the hell? Yeah, yeah. So even describing them and like having this idea of him feeling that kind of pressure, I never felt that kind of pressure where mm-hmm. I was representative, where I was the representative of a race. Right. Um, in going to all the PWIs, I was very clear. I don't speak for all black people. You I do speak, that in the podcast, yeah. I speak from my experience. Right, you do And, like, that's one of my phrases. I'm like, I'm only speaking from my lived experience. Mm-hmm. I'm not speaking for everybody's right. lived experience. I'm only speaking from mine. And so, with that being said, I can understand what that pressure is like to be where you feel like you mm-hmm. have this burden of having to be um, the representative person. Um, so... That commentary resonated with me because it's like just the duality of being a marginalized person and having to deal with mm-hmm. those things. Like, how do I, in this space, how am I supposed to act? What does society say? What does right. society think of me? What do I think for myself? And it, com- it comes back to just double consciousness. Mm-hmm. But he's also young. I mean, imaginary character. So mm-hmm. I'm also going to chalk that up to that where it doesn't seem like his parents really instilled that. They, they did the best they could. But again, they can't relate to they that. They can't, right. Because if I'm black right. and you're white, you don't know what it's like. To be both. To be both. And, and it's also like not just to be both, but to 
be both on the outside world and then come home and have black experiences that my dad that will not just, understand, right. but also have to be like, yes, mom, but like half of me is white, this, right? Yeah. Like my dad is Irish, yeah. right? And not like um, ostracize a part of right. like 50% of like who you are, but also recognize it's like, dad, when you make comments like that, like... I, you have a black son. Like, yeah. I am a black son. You so. put me in that box as well, even though you don't want to. Even though you try, yeah. and that's what the dad consistently tries to do. Like, oh, but Jamal is different. Mm-hmm. Jamal is special. Right? And I and I hear that, like, people say that about me, and I'm like, I'm not special. Right? And I, and I try, and I combat that a lot, and I think that's probably where my normal came up mm-hmm. with, uh, is because... I was consistently trying to combat, like, oh, Michael's special, mm-hmm. right? Like, I'm the special Negro. Like, I'm the good Negro. And it's like, no, I'm regular. Like, any human being can work hard. Like, any human being can 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 do this. I've been afforded some opportunities, um, definitely, but I don't I don't want to be, like, the magical Negro. Right, right. Because then it, again, it starts shifting mm-hmm. these expectations, right? Then, like, I could talk to Michael any kind of way, and he's tough enough. I watched, like, Lupita Nyong'o in this um, interview that she did with Oprah, and they talk about how, um, you know, she had become people's most beautiful, and she mm-hmm. did all this um, about her beauty. And a makeup artist came to her and was like, oh, uh, your skin is just so tough it can handle anything. And it's like, no. My skin is like... My skin isn't steel, right. one, right? Like, my skin is skin. It's the same as yours. But actually, like, I have sensitive skin. But it creates, when people start having those conversations and these special things about mm-hmm. you, it puts you in a position that you're like, no, that's not true. Right. So you're constantly having mm. to, like, battle that. I work hard. I'm not the magical Negro. Right. People Any, don't see that. Though. Anybody yeah. could work hard, yeah. right? People, don't, people, don't, people who don't know you don't see that. So it's just like... They just feel like everything comes so natural. And yeah, and there like are that. things that definitely come natural. Yeah, absolutely. But, and everybody has that. But that doesn't make... You put you put sacrifices. Let's put it that way. Yes. Things may come natural, but you do sacrifice uh, a lot. You know, And absolutely. so I don't think it's a sacrifice that people yes. don't see. Man, we I thought we did a great job of talking Ooh. about this. And we did not tell the... We didn't tell the story. We didn't tell the story. We didn't tell the story. I wish that people could take note of like how to engage in a conversation about a movie, the different pieces mm-hmm. of it, and not like ruin it. Ruin it. Yeah, you can still enjoy it. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Didn't get so, ruined at all. I don't think so. Well, no. thank y'all for showing up and listening. American Sun. Netflix. Now the um I hope that if anything they could from this conversation, they could see why. The title is American, is American Son. Son. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. The whole should have been called Assumption, though. But yeah, <laughs> no. so funny. All right, Abrogado. Abrogado. Was the money good? Was the bitches bad? Was they fucking good? Did you 